0: On this episode, what if my target audience isn't technical? Welcome to Season 7 of PodCraft, and this is the Frequently Asked Question season. See, we get questions every single day via the website, social media, all sorts of different places. We thought it was about time we go through as many of them as we can. I'm Colin Gray, I'm joined by Matthew McLean, and I'm looking forward to hearing what you're asking take it away Matthew
1: so here's a question that came in through the website thepodcasthost.com from Leslie, what if my target audience isn't technical so what's uh, what's the starting point for this Colin, you're maybe doing a, a podcast about something might be something targeted towards maybe the older generation or yeah, yeah, yeah. or some sort of trade maybe that's it's not known for their, their smartphones and Facebook use <laughs> yeah. and stuff like that so um Indeed. It's hard enough uh, in the past few years sometimes explaining to someone who's fairly on the ball with that sort of thing what a podcast is. We're obviously making a bit of progress with that now, but um, when you're approaching a a target audience, you know, it's there's a lot of things that you've got to consider there, isn't there? Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, I think the best thing here is that there's a huge opportunity. If you've got a non-technical audience, then it's not that they won't be up for listening to good content on their phones or whatever, it's just that they don't tend to think of that as a, a first choice for something to fill their time or, you know, to to learn how to do something. So you've got a big opportunity here in your space to get them into podcasting and you'll be the first show that they find and that'll be, you know, you'll be the first habit that they make in terms of listening to this content. So yeah, it's a it's a great place to start. But um, I mean, yeah, I suppose it's getting in front of them. That's a the tricky starting point, isn't it? How do you find them in the first place? I mean, where, where have you found for that, Matthew?
1: Well, one one uh, idea that that sort of uh, comes up is is like real life events, conferences, that sort of thing. So um it's all very well, you know, we're all guilty of sometimes uh, sitting behind our computer screens trying to grow an audience that way, and that's yeah, obviously yeah. great. But you do have to get yourself out there, especially if you're dealing with a group of people who aren't as involved online. So finding yeah. out uh, what events are there in your area and if it's going to be worthwhile for you investing a bit of time and in, in going there and trying to meet people and yeah, yeah. you know the etiquette of going, not to digress too much but going to these sort of things is <laughs> not just go there and you know hand out business cards and just be selling but yeah. just go and try and make friends with some people and see where it leads.
0: Yeah absolutely yeah. I mean I've been to a lot of meetups and networking events where it's smaller audience so it's quite it's a lot easier to meet people, to start talking to them uh, and they're always great for getting people to listen to your show because you make a little personal connection there you get you're in a small room of maybe 10-15 people and you get to talk to them and it feels sometimes like it's a bit sort of small scale you know you're just finding one person that you know adding one to your listener numbers but actually that one person that turns into a loyal listener tends to always talk about podcasting uh, to other people and you know converts a lot of other people so it scales much wider than it appears I think um, but yeah, I think so going outside of the events side of things, what about I mean, I think that sometimes you can think that if it's a non-technical audience that it's not worth investing in the other digital marketing type approaches. So podcasting, obviously, it's a content marketing technique. It's it's a way of marketing in the digital world. But you because podcasting is a, a smaller it's a lesser known medium we're not mainstream we can't claim to be still less than 50% of people know what a podcast is apparently going by the stats so it's not like YouTube where you know like 99% of people know what it is or blogging where 100% of people pretty much are searching for content through text on the internet so we're not at that stage yet so we need to be found using these other mediums so what do you think what other ways can we be found uh, using digital marketing methods?
1: I mean, a lot of people are on social networks now, even if they're not technical, aren't they? So it's um, looking at maybe ways that you could advertise on on places like Facebook.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, growing a group there in the first place is always quite good uh, organically. But yeah, PPC actually works really well, I think, for podcasts. And we've tried this with a couple of our shows and setting up some Facebook ads so you can target it really, uh, really... Narrowly, you can find your real audience. You can so say you're uh, doing a plumbing podcast for plumbers. (laughs) So is that a non-technical audience, or maybe in the stereotype in there? Uh, They, you can find people who have listed themselves as plumbers, so you can directly advertise to that audience on Facebook. They're great for being able to narrow down the audience to get real value from your advertise spend. So. If your podcast is a proper content marketing move with your business, then you can invest a little bit of money in those adverts and that can be a really good way to grow your audience. If you can, if you can create really compelling adverts that get people to go to your site and then you can teach them how to listen to a podcast, then that can be a really good way.
1: Uh, writing articles as well. I mean, yeah. everyone, you know, even if you're not technical, everyone that's used the internet has searched yeah. for something. <laughs> so uh, going back to your, your content marketing thing, they just answering questions that people in your target audience might be asking. They're going to find you first and foremost by text. Yeah. And yeah. then if you can kind of direct them, and we'll get into how you might do that in a moment, but, yeah. you know, direct them towards your podcast as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's still the widest way to be found, isn't it? By writing a blog, by writing an article. Uh, And it doesn't need to be separate from the podcast. This is your show notes. So you create a podcast episode and you write a blog article, which covers the same topic. You summarize it, you give the resources, all that kind of stuff. You're creating show notes anyway. So spend an extra 20, 30 minutes actually turning it into a decent quality blog post with a good title at the top. And then suddenly that blog post is found in the search. Google actually indexes it and ranks it highly because you've put a bit of effort into it and then people come and find it and they actually see at the top oh look this isn't actually just a blog post there's an audio episode attached to it maybe i'll listen to that and that can be what converts them into podcast listeners even if they've never listened to a podcast before
1: we've all probably found ourselves in the position of having to explain what a podcast yeah. is so you want to be really succinct with that aren't you yeah um the the on demand internet radio show i found works quite well yeah. when you're when you're dealing with somebody who's uh, never listened to a podcast before and yeah. has never heard that like yeah. i say it's getting better now i mean a lot of people have heard the podcasts um so just trying to when the when it comes up in conversation just trying to be really succinct about what it is yeah. and 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 why they w- might want to listen to it as well
0: yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think I, always, I actually I've tried the internet radio show. I think that puts people off sometimes sometimes because they don't know, they think it's complicated to listen to internet radio. <laughs> Even just saying something like, it's talk radio but on demand. You know, it's like iPlayer but for audio or something like that. I don't know. But yeah, it's hard to explain sometimes. <laughs> Do
1: you think it's still important to throw in that it's free?
0: I, it helps, yeah. I think yeah, definitely. Because I mean, everyone has a suspicion as soon as you say there's something good, something valuable out there and they think, oh, what's it going to Cost me. So, yeah, might as well throw that in. Um, But, yeah, hi. I mean, how do you go about if you're trying to teach uh, somebody new, you're trying to talk into getting a podcast to listen to a show? How do you teach them how to listen?
1: Showing them is, is the best way, isn't it? Just so, pulling their phone. Like the classic example, yeah, is getting somebody's phone out. Um, and it, it, you know, if they've got the iPhone, the podcast apps right there, it's just so simple. Ask them what sort of stuff they like. And within two or three clicks, you're uh, yeah. subscribed to a show for them. Yeah. And a lot of people can't believe how simple that is because they, they imagine it being, you know, I'll have to jump, jump through a lot of hoops. Yeah. And stuff. yeah. It's not the case.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, the, the first step is a lot of people afford, <laughs> for. For a lot of people, the first step is listening on the website, isn't it? Like they'll find an article and there's a play button at the top of the website page, at the top of a blog post and they'll press play there. So I think a good way to do it is you find, for the people that find it that way, you have a massive big, how do I listen to this show? Or how do I subscribe to this show? Or, you know, a big button that says something along those lines that takes them to a page, which you've created, which specifically teaches people how to subscribe to your show because you can't obviously get out there and reach everyone i mean yeah it's absolutely great if you can get somebody in person but even just a video there's some good videos out there um and we've created our own resource actually called um, the listener's guide to podcasting which you can find at thepodcasthost.com forward slash listeners hyphen guide uh, and that the aim of that was really to make it easier for people to talk other folk into listening and subscribing to podcasts, like to show them how to subscribe on an iPhone, on an Android phone, on a website, on a whatever. Uh, and we're building that out over time as well to try and make it more and more comprehensive to help anyone listen to a show. So uh, but I mean, if, if you can create a quick video yourself, just given a like a one or a two minute explanation, then that's great as well.
1: Uh, one more thing to mention kind of on that is, and uh, Libsner are big proponents of this, is having your own app for your yeah, show yeah, because yeah. Uh, if if somebody, maybe if you uh, have got them to subscribe to some in the podcast app or in Overcast or whatever, uh, they've kind of got to remember. I know you can get notifications, but they've got to be remembering to go back to that. Yeah, but, um, yeah. you know, if they if they see your app, your show, on their phone all the time, it's just going to keep it more fresh in their mind and, yeah. and a bit more obvious. So it might be worth, if you're in that position, investing in a few extra dollars a month and and just getting your app and just yeah. sending everyone to that.
0: Aye, yeah, that's a really easy way to get people into it, when, especially when they're not technical, like we're talking about, because it's just a a lot of people know how to download an app at least. So um, yeah, it's a handy way. I mean, I think at this point, it's a lot about building a habit. So with an untechnical technical audience, it's about teaching them, uh, <laughs> it's about conditioning them. It's a terrible word to use, but it's about conditioning them to come back week after week And listen to your show every single week. And a lot of that is just good practice in terms of how you should create a podcast anyway. This is even non-technical audiences around uh, putting in teasers at the end of every episode for the next episode that gives them a reason to come back. Uh, Seasons work really well for this because you end up creating a season of content which maybe covers one topic bit by bit every episode. And that gives people a really good reason to come back every single week. Um, Giving them actions as well. So actually saying to them, Like, here's something to do, uh, and we'd love to, you know, recap on this next week, find out what you're doing. So send us some feedback based on what you do or what happens based on these actions and we'll read it out in the next episode. I mean, those, those listener interactions, I think, are really, valuable in any podcasting situation but for a non-technical audience it kind of brings them back to radio where that's a big way that radio engages with people um and it makes them want to come back week after week start building that podcast listening habit uh, because they want to hear themselves on there their colleagues on there you know their their fellow audience members so yeah it's about uh, listener interaction teasing every single episode getting them to come back week after week and building that habit OK, dogs. I think that's, that's about covers it, I think. What do you think? Yeah, I yeah. think so. Aye. So I think it's worth mentioning as well. We've just launched uh, something new at the podcast host called the Scottish Podcast Scholarship. And you're the uh, the lead man of this, Matthew. Why don't you tell us what the podcast... I always get it wrong. <laughs> I always get it wrong. The Scottish Podcast Scholarship...
1: Yeah, so this is a a competition that we're running here and it's in its second year. We've gone national this year, so it's basically a competition that's open to every single student in the country, every single student in Scotland. Um, whether you're full-time, part-time, doesn't matter what level you're studying at or, or what subject you're studying. Uh, so, if you're a student or if you know someone who is, let them know about it. And what they have to do is, is go to the website, thepodcasthost.com slash pitch. I'll put a link to that in the show notes. And... Pictures, an idea, basically, an yeah. idea for a podcast series. We're looking for good ideas. We're going to compile a short list and speak to the finalists eventually when it comes to that. And we've got uh, great prizes for yeah. the winner. What do, you win? what do you win? That's important So four hundred pounds is the biggie, isn't it? <laughs> four hundred pounds in cash. <laughs> (laughs) Uh, On top of that, some great recording equipment, Uh, we've got access to our courses that will teach you how to edit with Audacity, Mm -hmm. it'll teach you a lot lot about like how to manage your content, how to come up with stuff, how Mm -hmm. to keep podcasting and keep consistent uh, and we've got a, a free years hosting as well three mm-hmm. years media hosting so you could get your podcast uploaded online create your episodes and get them on iTunes and everything like that so it's a it's a really great start for somebody who thinks they have a good idea and just wants you know even to go through the process of talking about it development it yeah. and uh, and see where it takes them so
0: yeah we'd love to help uh, I mean the aim of it is Uh, twofold I suppose it's partly it's to try and raise awareness of podcasting in general actually we think there's a lot of creative people out there students at universities who are studying you know creative subjects it might be audio it might even be video it might be something just related uh, that could it might even not be a creative subject it might be politics or you know accountancy or something and uh, and actually they could create a great show around these for somebody in their demographic so we want to raise awareness that this exists and that people can do this um, and get more people listening to shows um, but the second part of it obviously is that we'd love to help uh, one person to get a really good show out there and make it a big success try and get another really sort of top end show coming out of Scotland so uh, yeah if you have that idea send it in what is it thepodcasthost.com forward slash pitch and uh, let us know
1: yeah the deadline for that is the 31st of January 2017
0: perfect so, get it in by then and we'll, uh, we'll have a look and get back to you